Trigger warning. This podcast contains themes of traumatic nature. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not the views and opinions of anyone. It's just a podcast, dude. What do you want, dude? Hello, and welcome to Two Smarks Special Edition. My name is Adan Wateo. I'm Lugwoda. And I'm your Mark, Mike Ford. With us always is Google Guy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so this one is about Vince. It's kind of a follow-up to the three-part series that we did because stuff has gotten real litigious. Real, real. real. Yeah. Real, real. <laughs> yes. Okay, so... So he's... He's... I, I'll start with what I know. He's out of the WWE. Yes. Okay, right? Yeah, this yep. is this was news to me when I found this out. Vince has sold his his holdings to TKO, and now he, he was originally part of the board of directors. He, I think he got like a $3 billion payout from it. Now, He's, what is TKO? Where did they come from? TKO are the same people who own UFC. They also own the NFL, some like NFL teams or members, NHL. And a couple of bull riders. Okay. But essentially, they're, they're a sports company. And so now, oh, in a sense, UFC and WWE have a, a common ground. Gotcha. But during that time, TKO labeled Vince as a risk. And they essentially said, you should probably take a step back. Now, gotcha. I mean, once one allegation comes out, a whole bunch more come out. Well, and oh, yeah. were, were they did they label him as a risk based on like the allegations that we have talked about, the allegations from late 2022, late early 2023? Were was that specifically why they labeled him a risk, or was there new evidence and new things that have come to light that they said, "Hey, enough is too much." I feel like they told somebody to go back there and do some research on Vince, and they came back with probably 2,000, if not more, pages of some of the problematic behavior that he's had. I mean, this goes as far back as 1980. There were accusations being thrown against him. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is shady. I'm sorry. I'm sorry when I read something like, TKO Group Holdings Incorporated is an American media conglomerate created by Endeavor Group Holdings as part of a merger. Oh, my gosh. So... So we have no idea who the people are that own all the sports in America. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. But Vince is no longer one of them. Vince is no longer one of them because he has been recently sued by one Janelle Grant. Okay. uh, Who claims that she was exploited from 2019 to 2022. Now when you say exploited. Okay. So uh, there is going to be some adult content. I will put content warners in the description, but this is, we're going to just start getting into it. So Janelle allegedly affirms that she had recently lost her parents somewhere around that time and she was unemployed when mutual friends had told her to contact one Vince McMahon. Okay. So uh, the meeting was essentially Vince meeting with her and she was talking about roles she could fulfill in the company and Vince mentioned stuff about her goodness, her vivaciousness, and her childlike innocence along with the ability to be vulnerable. Okay. And how old is she? Can you look that up? Because I don't know how old she is. She was probably in her 20s. I saw a picture of her. Because I want to say she was in her early 20s when he found her. So this is what she looks like. I'm showing you guys a picture now. Mm-hmm. Very attractive woman. Young. Kind of looks like Stephanie. Oh, God. It, that's You know, that's on brand for Vince, unfortunately. Twilight Zone. Ooh. 
So she she was real hopeful about this meeting, and then Vince was kind of being weird, talking about how childlike innocence and whatnot. Right. And then at one point, Vince is not there to greet her for the meetings, but he says, meet me in my master walk-in closet. You know, I am a whole grown-ass woman, and I find myself fairly normal, you know. I don't think I've ever met someone, another adult in my life, and thought to myself, they have a childlike aura to them, or however he said it. I have never in my life thought of another adult that way. That's weird. It definitely gives me uh, Predator vibes Mm -hmm. that she was targeted. Okay, what I find on Janelle Grant... She currently is a 43-year-old living in... 43? Wow. Okay. Connecticut native. How long was she employed by them? During her tenure at WWE from 2019 to 2022. So she's in her 30s when she's employed. Okay, so she was in her 30s. Okay. That sounds a lot... A little bit better than early 20s. Vince is around 75. Where I was thinking. Well, that's what they're saying. Her tenure was there... But that's not necessarily saying when she was introduced to him as a person. Well, so mm-hmm. this first meeting with with Vince, she goes up to meet Vince in the walk-in closet, and Vince is only in his underwear. Well, okay. yeah. I mean... Harvey Weinstein vibes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, but also at the same time, you're going to a meeting in someone's walk-in closet. What are you honestly expecting? Why didn't any red flags go up? Meetings happen in places with desks. Meetings happen in offices. Meetings happen. Meetings might happen at someone's residence on their porch or in their living room. But meeting, if you're meeting someone in their walk-in closet, I'm just saying you should probably expect some shenanigans. I'm not victim blaming. I'm just saying you should expect some shenanigans at that point. Well, I mean, you, you're that powerful of a person to where you're conducting this interview. You have people to schedule. Like, you're not that busy where you're like, oh, I, you got to come to this interview. It's in my walk-in closet. I have no time. That's not an excuse, and that's pretty stupid. And, and I'm not saying it's not Vince abusing his power. I'm just saying... The fact that he was in his underwear is absolutely of no surprise to anyone, or at least shouldn't be. And I, I do believe that, from what I've been reading, that Vince is targeting her because she was, she was in a vulnerable position, and Vince was able to capitalize on this. She sees him in the underwear, and she turns around, and she goes, oh my god, so I'm so sorry, and he goes, no, turn around. Yeah. And then she helps, she's, he tells her to help him with the buttons, and apparently sometime later, she, Vince mentioned how, how it really stuck with him how helpless she was during that time. Yeah. I mean, it's a still a scumbag move to schedule a meeting in your underwear. That's a scumbag move from the very beginning. So this is going to sound really, really bad of me to say this, but it just it pops in my head that she kind of knew what she was doing. You know, like that's one side of the coin. I'm not victim shaming at all, like you said a minute ago. But, I mean, maybe she kind of thought in her head at the beginning, I can be like his mistress. And he can support me like a bunch of these other professional wrestlers have their mistresses in different towns and they support them. You know, are they victims or? There was a time when that was a, and I hate to say valid, but that was a valid path to success in the entertainment industry. It's not that way anymore. A lot of things have changed. It used to be bad. But part of that bad was that that was a valid path 
to success in the entertainment industry. Yeah, I mean, they're called, what, sugar babies for a reason. Yeah. Now, I tend to lean towards defending her because I've seen situations like this. Um, I've had friends who've dealt with similar stuff where it starts off very gradual. Yes, there are red flags, but if you're in a vulnerable position, if you have stuff going on, like you lost your parents, you're unemployed, if you're desperate, you will do desperate things. That Absolutely. That is true, too. That is very true. And at this point, Vince is... And there is a special hell for those who specifically target the desperate. Mm-hmm. And Vince, most likely being the man he has, noticed this, picked up on it, and she said that it started with very long, awkward hugs, and then it eventually spread into full-on abuse. They started having sexual relations, and Vince started sending texts, and this is, I'm quoting, Vince sent a text that, I'm the only one who owns you, you, as in the letter U, not Y-O-U, controls who I want to fuck you. Again, with the letter U. During this time, photos are taking of her nude and is shown to other people, including uh, supposedly one Brock Lesnar. How long did it take for their initial interview in the closet to progress to sexual intercourse? Like, was it a year? Was it two months? Two weeks? So from the deposition that I'm reading, it looks like over a couple of months that it kind of, it sort of expanded. And Vince was saying that he was going to get roles for her in the company and this and that, and she would have a really good starting rate. Bribing her. Yeah. And then it, it essentially expanded to the point where Vince was soliciting her to other men, including Brock Lesnar, who said he liked what he saw and then called her a bitch. Now, did that ever happen in real life? Like an actual sex situation? Or was it... Because I've heard the story go that... Brock ended up having, you know, something come up and he never got to meet with her. He did not meet with her. And so supposedly Vince played the role of Brock Lesnar and had sex with her. Mm. And on top of that, Vince would use toys on her named after pro wrestlers like Brutus the Barbary Beefcake. I'm just I can't confirm that. But like Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. These toys caused bruises and bleeding. Now, I have personally known consenting adults who are in relationships that I personally would not consider healthy, but they are consensual. And while they may not be filled with a lot of respect, both people are in them for a reason and both get their own sense of enjoyment from the roles that they play. I've also known people in extremely, highly abusive relationships. And those two relationships on the surface look almost identical. It's hard to tell. The reason I mentioned Vince saying childlike innocence and, you know, wonder and this and that, it's because that's a trait that narcissists and that predators will use. It means you're pliable. You're able to be manipulated. Well, and I guess people can be manipulated into being an unwilling sub or people can be a willing sub. On the surface, those two look almost the same. And gaslighting is a very powerful force. I mean, even if you're not including the money aspect, which this Vince is a billionaire, has a lot of money, has a lot of power. A lot of money, a lot of power. If you're able to use the proper techniques, you can easily gaslight someone into thinking one thing and acting a certain way. It is. Some people do it naturally. Some people are professionals at it. It is an unfortunate fact of life. Brainwashing and Stockholm Syndrome are a thing, and people know how to use those as tools. So while she was his sex slave this whole time, was he paying her? I believe he was paying her some money. I don't know exactly how much, but I think that was paying her. I think he was giving her gifts to kind of keep stuff sort of smoothed over. Did she have an official position at the company at this time? 
I believe so. I am not 100% sure on the exact position, but I believe she was considered an employee of WWE. Okay. So, while theory being thrown out right now, not defending Vince by any means. No, Vince is a scumbag. We know that. She came out because he stopped paying her because she aged out. Oh, she got too old? Mm Mm-hmm. She lost her childlike innocence? Yeah. And he stopped paying her, and she comes out with all of these, everything factual that did happen. Well, so uh, during this... He's not going to be paying a lot of people now these days. Mm -hmm. During this time, she said that she was sending texts like, maybe I just need some more time before you and another guy go after me, that sort of thing. And and John Laurinaitis was one of the guys who was uh, one of Vince's boys, one of the heads of the heads, supposedly... They locked her in an office and took turns raping her. And this, just fair warning, this is super graphic. This is the most graphic detail that I have so far. At one point, they were both having their way with her, and Vince defecated on her head. And then Vince smeared her down her back, and they proceeded to have sex with her and told her not to shower for another hour and a half. Are these other men going down as well? It has now come to the point where... John Laurinaitis has now said he is also a victim. His lawyers told him to say that. And it looks like there are lots of rumors about how this has been going on for a long time and people are slowly but surely starting to speak up about it. Some people are saying that, you know, Triple H knew exactly what was going on and kind of turned a blind eye to it. But that's, again, all allegedly, there's no solid evidence, but people seem to be stepping forward and saying, I knew it. I knew this was the case. Mm. But after that, apparently Linda McMahon learned of what was going on and said, you need to fire her and get her to sign an NDA. The NDA was to keep quiet for about $3 million. And they said that Vince did payments for about $1 million worth until he kind of stopped. This then prompted the lawsuit, which said the NDA is now null and void because he did not pay. So you were ultimately right Regardless of whether or not you were initially right, uh, ultimately, yeah, Vince stopped paying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now it's really snowballed. I mean, when I heard the news, I, I think I was on Reddit and I saw it. And then by the next time I saw Instagram and I saw TikTok, I saw news outlets that are not news outlets, like meme pages reporting about how Vince defecated on her head and did stuff like that. Well, you know, Razorback came out on his personal page saying, I've been telling you people for eight years Ryback. that this is happening. Is that say Razorback? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ryback, <laughs> Ryback, sorry. Well, I mean, when we first started this whole thing, we did a small little episode about kind of what a scummy person Vince was, and that turned into three episodes talking about what a scumbag this guy is. Mm-hmm. Nothing that you've said surprises me when it's an accusation against Vince McMahon. And maybe that's something is the fact that I'm willing to believe it so readily makes me almost think it might just be something that's said because everyone would so readily believe it. Again, evidence, ah, man, it's necessary, but it's hard to come by on an old crime, especially a crime like that. You really need eyewitness testimony and, you know, you need other confirmation. But as you're saying, it seems like people are starting to confirm this. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things. There are Vince McMahon apologists out there who are saying that the only reason she's doing this is because she's getting all the money that she needed, which there is a, a point to that, but also that she was likely very much taken advantage of and to an extreme degree. Yeah. And I mean, if you're backed into a corner by powerful men like that, what really are you going to do? Like, yeah. you like to believe that you would be that really, really strong, independent woman that stands up for yourself. But honestly, 
That's intimidating as fuck. Yeah. You I, know, like, I, I can't say what I would do in that situation. It's tough from the pers- from the perspective of a woman. I, I don't understand it because as a man, like, you know, a man could easily, well, I'd fight back. Yeah, but if he controls so many aspects of you already, I mean, would you really fight back? And how would you gracefully exit out of this situation without being labeled a certain way or being... And he could also control your personal life, not just your work life. You fuck up at your job, they'll give you hell or something like that, you know, at your job. They're not going to follow you home. Vince could have someone follow you home. Well, and I mean, honestly, you're talking about someone who could break you in half physically. Yeah. As well as it seems like he specifically targeted her because she was in a life position where she couldn't fight back. She was in a life position where she couldn't say no. It seems like that's why he targeted her in the first place. And he's been known to make people disappear. Yeah. And so I could see why someone could feel trapped and be very careful because she has lots of text messages. Vince has a very descriptive and distinctive way of writing. I'm very proud of her for keeping all of those messages. Yeah. I mean, it, she, you could see in that one of the messages I saw, you know, where I told you guys earlier, hey, baby, I just need some more time, that kind of thing, where she's trying to appease him. And yet, hey, let please don't rape me for another week. Listen, you know, I'm just saying friend. womankind owes a debt of gratitude to Monica Lewinsky. She was one of the first women who had the presence of mind to save the dress, just in case. And a lot of jokes have been made about that woman, but she taught womankind everywhere, you know what? Keep receipts. Save the dress. Keep the receipts. Mm -hmm. I remember being a kid and a lot of people would shit on her and talk smack and stuff like, called her a homewrecker. But, I mean, Bill Clinton, and Bill Clinton had, quote-unquote, that riz... Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, you have that power. Yeah. I just have one short thing to say real quick, and I need it to be where you can clip it out if you want. In situations where you're being forced into stuff like that, personal opinion, play along till they're in a certain position. Bite it off. I'm not joking. If you're in a position where you think, if I agree to this, I'm dead. If I don't, I'm dead. Play along. Personal opinion. Hot take. Bite it off. Maybe that's what she did. I mean, maybe, honestly, that's what she did. She did have the presence of mind to save the receipts. Maybe she started planning her escape mm-hmm. quite a while ago. As a lot of abused women do. As, they and, will silently be packing bags and, and saving na- their dollars. Exactly. Are you talking about physically yes. biting it off? <laughs> I'm not talking metaphorically. I'm oh. saying if you're in a position of getting raped and they're I mean, going to force that on you, Get back a little bit. I, in most cases, if you do that, the the human jaw can manage that. That's that particular area. Now, if you get the right part or you completely get it, they have a few moments to do a few things or they're done. But you, see, you know, you're not wrong and I <clears throat> far be it from me to disagree that that's what anyone committing that crime deserves. I, yeah, I just, ladies, just bite it off. I heard it from or a... Or dudes, if that's what's going on, just bite it off. I heard it from a plastic surgeon. Well, you see, the thing is, I, I could easily see a situation where if that had happened, if Janelle Grant did indeed do that. Yeah, Vince 100% deserves that. But then Vince would have been like, I'm a victim in this situation. She sexually attacked me and swallowed and like bit off my, my member. She has less of a leg to stand on. Like, okay. Don't get into the situation in the first place if you can avoid it. If you can <laughs> avoid it. 
but it's so subtle. How can you, how can you see something like this happening? Like again, especially when you're in a desperate situation. You can't. And to be fair, the defense attorney could just stand up and say, "Your Honor, this man has no dick." <laughs> why you? Is. Why are you listening to him? <laughs> why are you listening to Dickless Dan over here? Come on. If The Rock was a defense lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even if they somehow manage to get it back on again, it's not going to work the same. Yeah, you're, you're right. That's true. Did you have something you'd like to say? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't mean to polarize, and um, I wanted that clippable. No, I just realized that this is a silly thing, and I was about to just go hardcore on it. No, 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 please. Not. I mean, this is a, a legitimate issue. This is something that she... she Janelle is dealing with a lot of emotional and fallout from this and a lot of mental health issues that she'll have. I mean, so for a lot of women, whenever they're put in that position from testimonies that I've heard and I've read about and seen, you know, on the news and stuff, is once they try to defend themselves, they come up dead. They, well, they the man will kill them I, once I, they try to defend themselves. I, I know I Valid know point. that, and, and that was why whenever I said the statement the way I did, you mm-hmm. know, if you think that is going to happen no matter, like, that's that's the result of, of whatever's going on. So a lot of it is just fight or flight survival, and the majority is going to be disassociate. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it takes a lot to survive. It does, and you, every woman has that in the back of their head of... If I am going to be raped today, there, I don't have a chance of fighting back, honestly, because I will be dead and I have to self-preserve. So you disassociate. And and maybe that's what was going on and why it only took a couple months. I mean, maybe. you're talking about a very powerful, very manipulative person. Yeah. I wish it was as easy as, you know, bite it off. No, I mean, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> sometimes it does take quite a lot of sacrifice to survive. And there's a lot of different situations where that is true, but... Everyone is a different circumstance. Yeah. But back to Vince. It seems like she... I can't help but feel that she never would have said anything. She never would have broken the NDA if he had paid out all three million. See, and that's why I made that comment earlier, because I just, in the back of my head, that's like a red flag, you know? You guys are likely right, but if you go through all this, you sign an NDA, you break it, you are now... It's like the guy who leaked, who leaked Trump's uh, tax filings. He got five years in prison for that. You are now subject to the full extent of the law. The, the hammer of justice is unisex, and it's not always fair. It, it is 100% blinded by the law. And, you know, it probably got really too real for her, you yeah. know, because it started off with long hugs, like you said, and it started off with little kisses and here's some spending money for you, you know, and then it turned into... All right, I want to pimp you out to Brock Lesnar now. I'm going to pimp you out to this guy, and these guys are going to run a train on you, and I'm going to shit on your head. And it got really real, and you're already in too deep at that point. And and honestly, if that's where everything went, you can walk into a meeting in a walk-in closet with a guy in his underwear, and you can stay for that meeting and still not know fully what you're getting into. You may th- you may walk into that meeting thinking you are you know and are okay with what you're getting into, and still have no clue what you're actually getting into. And you know it's a weird situation too because you see movies where the girl or the guy will go into a big meeting interview and the boss, the CEO of the company, she's sitting there on her stairmaster, 
you know, working out in her gear and stuff. Like, that's not a professional setting. No, but what I'm saying is that even if she went into that interview saying, I am perfectly okay being Vince's mistress, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean she was saying, I am perfectly okay having a train run on me. Right, exactly. And having someone shit on my head. I think it got too big for her. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, that's what I'm saying. You can even go into that meeting thinking you know what you're getting into and have no clue what you're actually getting into. Mm -hmm. Now, I should mention there is a 67-page deposition that kind of talks about about this and just from what I'm reading here is it said that Miss Grant did not meet her the first employee of WDB until nearly two weeks in. She was apparently got the title of administrator coordinator and that this first employee who sounds like she was a woman was using particular tactics when referring to Vince. Uh, so I'll read it to you guys. WDB employee number one and Miss Grant bonded as quickly as McMahon had predicted. Miss Grant, referred to as partner, was taught words to live by in WWE, including, we do what's in the best interest of the company, protect the business, and if McMahon wants something, the answer isn't no, but rather, how do we make it happen? Mm-hmm. So he's never been told no. Yeah. And there could very well be a, a toxic culture that sort of encourages this in WWE. And well, we've I, heard of many other wrestlers that have had you know stuff needs to go away yeah like weren't you talking about chris jericho a couple weeks ago he supposedly got someone to sign an nda yeah that was Mm -hmm. one of them yeah i mean there's if you want to talk about a dark underbelly if you want to talk about a swamp in the background i mean that's pretty much what all of our episodes are about is how the wwe is great on its surface but behind the scenes there's a lot of stuff wrong with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan's racism. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole other story. <laughs> As to the fallout from this, it's hard to say. It could end up being WDB gets gutted as a company and a whole new magic comes in. We just don't know. I was going to say, is this purely a legal suit or did she bring any legal charges? This is a full-on lawsuit. It is It is Criminal quite, charges. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it purely civil or did she bring any criminal charges I've against him? I've heard that he's going to jail. Well, then that would be criminal charges. Yeah. She's not just looking so for money if that's the case. He may be, like, he hasn't gone on trial for it yet. No, it's a jury trial demand from what I'm reading right now. Yeah. There is a, so it says plaintiff Janelle Grant is a former employee of WWE who is a victim of physical and emotional abuse, sexual assault, and trafficking. That is a pretty serious charge. So didn't Brock Lesnar, like, he hightailed it, right? Brock Lesnar is no longer part of WrestleMania. That that news came out and they were like, all right, let's not bring in Brock because that's a bad idea. Yeah. Like, he's gone now. Yeah. I Did he just, like, retire and just go? I think he's in Canada. <laughs> Really? I don't know. I really don't know. I just haven't heard. Like, that was a little snippet that I saw somewhere after the news of Vince broke out is he's, like, gone into hiding pretty much. I can't remember the exact wordage, but he's not around. Maybe this is why The Rock feels the need to have to save the company. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where I was fixing to say. I mean, he's got the money to do it, you know. I know nothing about who the man is as a human being. But The Rock can't possibly be as scummy as Vince. No, I'm sure yeah. he isn't. It would take it would take a monumental effort to be as scummy as Vince. Yeah. 
I mean, he's cringy. Yeah. As and, all him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he, cringy, I but think he's not, he's a, good he's not guy. a scumbag. I think in real life, he's a good person. He may very well be, but even if he's not, he can't possibly be as bad as Vince. Well, he's never had any allegations like this come out against Exactly. Him. Yeah. None of the Triple H either, honestly. Stephanie hasn't. Even Shane. Little Vince, you know, Shane McMahon. He hasn't really had anything, has he? I mean, all we know is that Stephanie stepped down as CEO of WWE very soon. That I believe is roughly in time with this timeline that Janelle Grant is painting. And Triple H, I mean, if he is really the boss's son, he had to have had some inclination in what he was doing. So she stepped down because of his heart problems. And he had his open heart surgery, correct? I don't know. I can't confirm or deny that. That's We just it, know that she stepped I'm in. Just, I'm trying to place puzzle pieces here around that same timeline is when the allegations started. And that was when he came back with a different face and a helmet for her hair, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right after his heart condition? No, 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 no. Triple H had the heart condition. Oh, Triple H had the heart condition. So he was out of wrestling because he had his heart condition. I think he had to have heart surgery. And then Stephanie stepped down to take care of family. Like, they got three kids, right? And all of this is happening around the same time? I I mean, mean, did he really have a heart problem? Or is he like, we got to save the wrestling company? I got to take some time off. To figure how to clean this shit up. Maybe it was a convenient uh, excuse to step down. I mean, we can't say. You know oh, that yeah. meme uh, of the guy off of Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> he's sitting there with the yep. background, all of the red lines, and he's holding a cigarette, and he's like, ah, that's my brain right now. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely going to see how this all unfolds, and there could be a massive fallout. John Laurinaitis, who was Vince's boy, Seems sounds like he is 100% turning on Vince and saying he's a victim too. Well, and if you're talking about a web of red lines, you could Pepe Silvia the hell out of the WWE. <laughs> Everything is connected. Everyone is connected, and they're all connected to Vince. God. I mean, oh. Michael Hayes was a, a big wrestler back at the time, but he was supposedly a notorious racist, and yet he still was employed for the company for the longest time and might still be employed now. Uh, what was his name? Rashiki? Uh, Rikishi? Rikishi? How many people did he give pink eye to? (laughs) Gotta cover that up. Okay, I'm just going on the record right now. Vince McMahon didn't kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Predicting the future there. (laughs) I'm just saying, when you're into this kind of scuzzy shit and you're at that level of power... You know what? Throw Linda McMahon underneath the damn jail, too. I mean, it sounds like she allegedly might have known what was going on. How do you not? How do you not know what's going on? And how can you turn a blind eye to it? For so many times. I mean, I I understand if your spouse cheats on you one time and you're like, okay, let's try to work through it. Yeah, sure. After the 20th or 50th or shit on the head, I mean. Money. She clearly accepted who he was a long time ago. I say one or two. One, we try again. Two, go away. Oh yeah, oh, no, like you're, when it comes you're, to the relationship. How many, how many chances you oh. get in, in, in like? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm saying one or one or two, like yeah. you know. Yeah, one or two, but I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, she clearly accepted who he she's, was a she's long been time with him ago. Since like the seventies, though. But uh, I mean, if if you're the kind of person or you know the kind of people who, oh. This is a regular thing. It's, it, they don't have a limit. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe she got yeah. so used to his depravity that she just accepted it. But it Maybe she was just glad he was shitting on someone else's head. It couldn't have been pimping these women out from the very beginning. Like, it progresses. Right. You know, you don't run out the gate and shit on someone's head. Unless you're into that, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, <laughs> I've known consenting adults who have relationships that sound very much like this. And those relationships are not abusive because both of them are willingly in that relationship. Right. I've also known highly abusive relationships that look identical. It's just someone, one of the people, deep down inside, really, really doesn't want to be here anymore. Maybe Linda had to sign a prenup, and so she's she can't that escape. That would make sense because his dad was pretty famous. Yeah. I don't he know. He had maybe, money. Money maybe. buys a lot of blindness. Yeah. Oh, she just needs to be thrown under the jail, though. Mm-mm. I think we can go ahead and wrap this up because I, in the future, something's definitely going to happen. There oh, yeah, be we'll follow this. Exodus. But, I mean, for now, this is where we're sitting at. And, boy, is it ever It just keeps rough. getting worse, doesn't it? I haven't read through the full deposition because I was on Reddit and people were like, I got 20 pages in and I said, okay, I'm done. No, this is every horrible. week there's a new controversy coming out. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the last WrestleMania and The Rock wants to go out on top, so he's just going to win it, end it, and he's not going to walk away. The WWE is going to walk away. Rock shuts it down. Shut it down. He smacketh downeth. Smacketh downeth. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Smacketh downeth the WWE. Okay, so well, on that note, uh, my name is Alan Wateo. I'm Lagoda. And I'm your Mark, Mike Ford. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and uh, yeah, well, thanks. <laughs> Be back well, later thanks. with some hot goss. Thank you, Cletus. I appreciate you, Cletus. Yeah.